You can sleep when you're dead. There's no time for that now. Get better. No, the toad is DMT. The toad is DMT on crack. No, it's the same thing. It's not. Yes, it is. It's the same base. No. It's 100%. 100%. Look it up. The toad, DMT. It's the same thing. The, uh, the toad contains DMT. That's contains. Why it's DMT. But it's the same thing, D. It's not different things. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's 100% different. This is, look it up. Look it up. I'm telling Bro, you. Bro, DMT, it might... The toad. Do you, you know why they call it the toad, right? No, no, no. Why? why? Because it comes from a toad's venom. Yes. Right? So it's a toad's poison, and DMT is contained in the poison. Yes. That's not what it is, though. It's contained in the... DMT is DMT. Now they have now another they have drug, drug that they've, that they've found out that you can use a poison from a toad. That's also contains DMT. I'm telling you. Look it up. I'm looking at it right now. You just read it. No, I'm looking at it right now. You just read it, though. You just said the toad contains DMT. Yes, but it's the same thing. Think about it. It's just the same thing. It's like saying, Is that what that says? It's like if someone says... I'm, I'm not thinking about it. Is that what that says or no? Yes, it's like saying I smoke weed and I smoke a blunt. It's the same thing. You're getting the DMT from the toad. It's just another nickname for it. It's like calling weed. So then why? It's like calling weed ganja. It's just the same I don't think thing. so. So then why do they talk about it? Why do they talk about it on, on Hotboxing? Why does Evan talk about doing the to doing DMT but never having done the toad? Why does he ask that question? Did he say that? Yes. That's not what this is. Omarion in the episode with Omarion. He's talking about, they're talking Wait, about on, drugs. With Omar, he had Omar on it? Yeah. That's yeah. mad random. OD, but it's... Was it good one? Yeah, it good ass yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Omar on cool. I fuck with Omar on. I do too. I just, I don't know if I'd want to hear him talk to Mike Tyson, but fuck it. Bro, that's drunk. what's that so crazy about it. Crazy it's that mix. It's like, what the fuck? What, like, what is he, is Mike Tyson asking? You're talking about drugs, family, fucking dancing, everything. What? Bro, it's different. Hold on, you might be right. The drug, the drug comes from a rare species of toad native to the Sonoran Desert, Desert mm -hmm. which produces a venom known as 5-MeO-DMT and extremely potent natural psychedelic. Oh, 5-MeO-DMT is about four to six times more powerful than its better known cousin DMT. There it is. That's the methyltryptamine. There. there. What the fuck? I apologize. Whoa. And DMT is strong as shit. He's never done the toe. I see why he didn't do the toe. That might trip you up. Bro, Mike Tyson said he's so god. And think about this. Think about this. Mike Tyson's a crazy fuck. Would you want to be the one that gave him? Think about this though. So you know how like when people smoke or they do crack, cocaine, whatever, it's a it's a lasting effect. 
right? It's probably about an hour and a half to two hours of an effect. The toad, 15 minutes. Yeah. Boom. That's why I fuck with it. You're in heaven and then you're gone. Bro, it could be 10 o'clock and then it could be 10.15 and you could be all right. Or it could be 10.45. Now, I don't think you could just like do that on your lunch break. No. No. You know but, but maybe you, maybe could. you could. I feel like Mike Tyson, Mike could. Tyson could. Yo, Mike Tyson. Would you want to be the one that administered the toad venom to him? No. no. I'd be like, sir, you don't have to do this. No. No. You have money. <laughs> this is purely optional. Mike Tyson could have... Uh... Mike Tyson scares the life out of me. He'd be wild. Uh, thank you, sir, for your contributions. All right. All right. I'm Rob ready. Wanna, Rob, Rob want to get. I'm through. ready to fix the mess. <laughs> That's what I'm ready to do. I'm dead as ready. I'm dead as ready to fix the mess. <laughs> oh my God! You say that. Keep going. So, this is free game. You say it with hope, so much hope, and just an immense amount of pain behind it. It's like, listen, new owner, I'm here. I'm ready to get rid of you. Hurt me differently. <laughs> Hurt me differently. Yo, the Wolfons are top five hilarious. They really were just like, hey, so we heard your arm hurts. Yeah, my elbow's a little sore. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> throw the game. Pedro Mark. <laughs> throw the entire game. Yo, throw for that remark. You're going seven. So get some. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. You're going, you're going seven. Bro, how do you say that to a professional athlete? They said he said that to Pedro Martinez before he blew out his shoulder and Johan too. Damn. What? Damn. You uh, what are you saying to that? What are you saying to that, Rob? It hurts just to think about it. Bro, he just. How does an owner just come down and just be like, "You're gonna"? To the Wolfons, you can. Listen, Pedro Listen, Martinez Pedro is a Hall of Famer, and he threw out his shoulder. But I'm just saying, he pitched it can for be the done. Mets very briefly. It can be done. I'd like a I'd like Martinez a jersey from the Mets. Yeah, so, you know what? Fuck you, Wilpons. You're going now. They're like 5% owners now. Fire. Which is still an, it's still an insane, insane amount of money. You don't like the black jerseys? No, they're heat. Oh, I was going to say. I'll face you. All right, you lose. I'll face you. So I'm wearing a black jersey. <laughs> You know what that, you means. Know what that means? A black, black Mets jersey? He, I need to see Strowman in that. Ooh. All right, here we go. I am going to fix the Mets. First of all, I think you should outline what's wrong with the Mets. The Mets they do not. They do well hitting the ball, but they don't do well playing defense. And unless DeGrom's on the mound this year is kind of a dumpster fire. So they struggle in all of the categories besides hitting. We can hit. We can hit. We can hit. Top five offense in the league. Tied with the Dodgers and wins uh, weighted runs created. WRC plus, which is considered the best new statistic for hitting. So, I know the Mets season ended, but the Dodgers season ended with a ring day. With a ringy dong ding. Yes, sir. <laughs> Diamonds on mine, please and thank you. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do when the Mets win the World Series. I'm gonna really be shocked. How are they gonna win it? How are they gonna win it unless Rob, you fix it? I, Rob, I can see the stadium from outside my crib. 
Like, dog, if I'm leaving work or I'm coming home and I see people outside drinking, like celebrating the World Series, I'm I'm popping in. I keep a jersey in the trunk. Just pop up. Like, Yo, this, that shit was crazy. Like, I just show up with a six pack, hand out a few beers. Maybe it's some conversation. I don't know if it'll be good conversation. Yo, that parade's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Yo, the Eagles parade was nuts. It was a zoo. Was it? It was a zoo. It was a zoo. You can tell us how to fix them or what, buddy? Well, let me get back to my point. So the Mets had a bunch of hitters, not a lot of fielders, and they had a lot of injuries. So, if you think about it, first thing you got to address, because I get to the Lindor stuff, but... That's that's not the most important. So the first thing we need to do is address the pitching. And your good pitching staff needs what? Good catchers. Wilson Ramos, see you later. He'll come back. Thomas Nito, you are a backup. And not one I'm in love with. The Mets, because I wouldn't trust him with more than like 30, 40 games. You know, he's just not going to play. That's pushing it. Yeah, by far. Like at that point, something's going horribly wrong. Like I want to bring up at least another guy, you know, for a few games. But anyway. Fix number one. Give JT Real Muto a mega contract. 75% of what he wants. Because baseball owners are acting like they're going broke. And Brad Hand, you know Brad Hand? The Indians closer, the all-star closer. He's been an all-star four years in a row. The Indians declined his options and put him on waivers. So declining the option means that he had a team option. Thank you. I'm blind. But the player option means that he has he's owed the team has an option to pick up his contract. It was ten million dollars. Ten million dollars for arguably a top five closer, worth it. Right? Right. the Indians released him and the Indians are always cheap, but the Indians are like saying that the pandemic really affected them to the point where like Lindor's gonna be gone. Like she is. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jose Ramirez is staying because he's on like a cheap, ridiculous contract. He's making like seven or eight million. Yeah. But anyway, they they put him on waivers, which means that anyone can pick him up for ten million dollars. No one picked him. No one picked him. And, like, and like, look, maybe his numbers might be a little... His numbers were really good this year. And, like, his velo dropped a little bit, but nothing crazy. So, I don't get it. How old is he? He's, like, 32. But it's, it's he only has one more year in a deal. So, one-year, $10 million contract for an all-star closer. Why wouldn't you pick him up? Just because. The Dodgers signed training for that last year. Nobody nobody picked him up. Free agent. He's good. Exactly. 99 mile an hour sinkers? No. Brad Hand does not do all that. No, no, no. Training, though. I'm saying. Training, yeah. yeah. Training one, one, and I think nine or ten. So I'm saying, like, think about it. Like, Real Mutual says he wants, like, Mauer money, which is what? Like, $180 million? Like, stupid. Remember when, remember when that contract was big back then? Yeah. So think about it. You give Real Mutual, I don't know. I think how old is Real Muto? First off, I think he's thirty. So I can make my argument. I think he's younger than that. I think he's like twenty-eight. He is twenty-nine. Okay, he's gonna be thirty in March. Right? Yeah, thirty in March. You give him five years. Like let's say I don't know. You give him like one hundred and ten million dollars. You think he says no to that? I was gonna say off from like one hundred forty. Who, but who are you bidding against? Just the Phillies. 
Maybe the Yankees, but like, I'm just saying, I think the Yankees are the ones that should trade with Lindor, by the way. We'll get to that. <clears throat> Remind me, because I, I actually, you guys have a good argument. And you could make that trade without really changing your team, but then, of course. Don't get into it. You're getting into it. I'm in it, man. Because I, I'll dead get it. I won't get a gun if Trump is reelected, but I'll dead ass get a gun if Lindor becomes a Yankee. That's a touchdown. Who just threw that? Jacoby Myers. Just threw a touchdown to uh, Julian Edelman. Cam, yo, was that Cam in, on, on the middle? <laughs> yo, he's having fun, man. Cam Newton to make me a fan of any team. Unless he was like, unless, he was on the Giants. unless Cam, I'd be a fan of the Giants. I just want Cam Newton to do well in life. Because he deadass doesn't, does, he doesn't do, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, that one took that. Yo, Cam Newton don't do nothing but dance and wear funny suits and write in hieroglyphics. And I respect that. Because if you're a man and you just have a few things that you do, people can't be that annoyed. <laughs> a few, few quirks. Yo, like, what, none of his teammates hate him. The only people that don't like him are who? Old ass announcers. He celebrates too much. Uh, I think these these guys like him. Yeah, but, but these are like some of the guys that do. I'm saying most of the time, like in Carolina, they act like he was replaceable. And it's Cam Newton, man. He celebrates too much. He's not a QB. Like, bro, he won an MVP. Like, he took that Panthers team with no star receivers to, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put the team on his back. All right, so. Back to the Mets? Back to the Mets. So, sign room too. I think 5-110, maybe 5-120 gets it done personally. Which I think is fine. I think it'd be fine through the deal. I mean, maybe the last year's bad, but like everything else should be fine. But I mean, it just depends. Why would you bid against... You know, the Phillies are going to try to outbid you, but I think Real Muto would probably take... I mean, if you got to outbid them, I don't think it goes 140. That's my final answer. 130 max. Six years. I mean, who are the Phillies going to have catch? I mean, that's the thing. The Phillies have to, like, re-sign them, so they're going to be desperate. But I don't have to re-sign somebody. But, like, the Phillies are, like, borderline not good. So I think the Phillies would that I say maybe I say the Yankees, the Yankees pick up Real Muto. I just wrote an article about saying and trade and propose a trade to the Phillies for Gary against whoever we want. You think Joe Girardi, who had issues with Gary Sanchez, is gonna is gonna let that happen? Yeah, right. Girardi's gonna be like, no thanks, keep him. You know why? That's literally part of the reason he lost his job because he couldn't communicate with Sanchez and Sanchez was not fucking with him. Really? Really? Yeah, that's part of the reason. They're like Joe Girardi can't, uh, can't. What is it? Oh, part of the reason. Yeah, part uh-huh. of the reason. They were like he can't conversate with the, uh, the catcher with the young with the younger Latin guys. That was that's part of the reason. That look, that's the reason they put in the paper. That's why. That was a press conference. That his rigid like analytical stance, which I was bullshit because the team believed in all that shit too. So, I think it's just his time to go, but. Yeah, anyway, so that, your trade idea is not happening at all. I think the more likely thing is that the Yankees sign Yachty. Give Yachty a one a two-year deal, give him, like, I don't know, 20 mil, and be like, you are now Gary Sanchez's caddy. He's going to follow you around like a child. That's what I would do. Because in the article I wrote, which, which I'll link, I basically said that, Sanchez has been a top five catcher since the day he put on a Yankee uniform. Yes. The only guys that have been better than him are either Grandal, Romuto, or Posey. He's been better than everyone else. 
by war. And he's missed. And think about how many games he's missed. If he even plays those games at half, he's probably up there with Grandal. Because Grandal, Romito, and then I think it's I think it's Posey because Posey's defense is still ridiculous. Posey's sneaky good now. Posey, you don't really get nah, talked Posey about much, but nah, Posey doesn't hit anymore. So he's just like he isn't hitting a lot. So he's just literally just he's just framing the shit out of the ball. He's throwing super accurate to the bases, and that's it. Yeah. And yeah, that's he's doing it at a Hall of Fame level still, which is nuts to think about. So yes. Top three, yeah. I mean, he's definitely top five. So the Mets haven't had a good catch in a minute. We did have a good one. His name is Travis Darno, but he plays for the Braves because we traded him after he wasn't good for two weeks after he came off a surgery. They were like, yeah, well, you haven't hit in two weeks. You just had surgery. You just came back. Let's, we're going to get rid of you. Bad decision. I knew it was a bad decision as soon as it happened. As soon as I saw he was released, I was like, he's going to come back and just be mad good. Like, you didn't even give the guy a shot. Like, he's just been hurt all the fucking time. Yeah. But anyway. So, idea one. Throw the bag at Real Muto. Don't let him leave. Deadass. You get a guy like that in the middle, he can control the running game. He's a good framer. That takes away so many thoughts. Your pitching staff is going to love him because he frames and he throws well. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if they don't like each other, like... Some pitchers don't like Grandal. Like, at least he's good at his job. Yeah, very good. You guys can be friends at another time. At another juncture. Yeah, like, this is this is business right now. So you get him. That fixes your biggest hole up the middle, right? And then you get another bag. Fill it. <laughs> get another bag. And you give it to Springer. Because I think Springer, who would probably get, like, 150, 160 in a regular year, I think you get him for, like, 4, 110. Or, like, 5, 1, 115, which isn't bad. Like, I don't think he does any better than that. Just because I don't... Who else is bidding? For Springer? He's, he's I, don't, I haven't heard anything about Springer, honestly. I mean, it's, look, he's not going back to Astros because no. they manipulated his service time because he turned down an extension. So he, he said he's not going back there for sure. But a bunch of teams look like a perfect fit for him that could just take a short, uh, center fielder that hits 30 X. Still plays good defense. Yeah. His numbers are actually wild, if you think about it. I've looked at, like, his stats... And just like he's a career average above uh, above three hundred, doesn't he? His career average is over two eighty. And you think about like you think like oh he K's a lot, but he really doesn't anymore. And you got a guy that that knows how to win too. He's got a ring. He's been there a bunch. So I think I think they can get Real Muto and Springer for under three hundred million dollars. So I think personally, no one else is spending. You don't really have any contracts on the book besides Grigram. Just go get the two best guys. And then, once you take that glut of hitters you have now, because Springer's in center, Nemo's going to be in left, Conforto's in right, you figure out, if there's a DH, you can keep Dom and Alonzo. If not, one of them has to go. And then you choose between Davis and McNeil. <clears throat> who, are you, uh, who are you taking out of everyday play if you get Springer? Well, Davis gets traded and Dom DHs. So you have your lineup. The lineup when was Davis traded? No, I'm saying you trade him. Oh, you're saying you trade him. So Davis is out. Either Dave, either Davis or... Because uh, they, they're too good to be uh, part-time guys. So you either Davis or... Uh, who is it? Or McNeil. I say trade Davis, personally. Well, Davis is your outfielder. Well, Davis is a third baseman outfielder. But he's never played well defensively anyway. He's a corner guy. 
<clears throat> I say so, you, so I say you trade. Then I say you tra- you you go to the Indians, and you say, "Look, I have all these hitters. You have almost none. I will give you some of them for Lindor." And then you just mix and match. I don't want to give up Nemo, but would I let Nemo stop a Lindor trade? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> if you do, I don't know. I would hate to give up Nemo because I love Nemo, but if you do Nemo and Rosario, and I don't know, you add, you either add like one of our prospects coming up, some top, you got a top 100 guy to that, or you take on Carlos Carrasco. Mauricio? Yeah, Mauricio actually looks really good too. But let's He's say, your number one. He's your number one prospect yeah, right now. But I don't think they want to give him up at all, especially coming off a year where they didn't see him at all. You don't end up giving up because they're saying he has a ceiling like Lindor's, Mauricio. He's also 19. Yes. So, yeah, you go to the Indians and you haggle. And you can probably get Lindor. Especially if you take on Carrasco, you need another arm. Carrasco has, is like supposed to be paid like $16 million. The Indians want to get money off the books. They're already going into rebuilding. They might as well get that contract off the books. So, yeah. That way, you fixed your two biggest holes, center field and, and catcher right now. <clears throat> you can get another arm in the Lindor trade if that happens. And if not, you just go sign a bunch of veterans for cheap. John Lester, $5 million. Come be my fifth starter. Who? Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels, yeah. Why not? You can sign both of them for $12 million. And then you got DeGrom, those two Jamokes. Syndergaard's coming back maybe like a third of the, third of the way to May, June. the season. season. Uh, you got Peterson who did well in Mets. I mean, now it goes to triple A. Fair about Mets. <clears throat> Boom, boom. Someone's going to get hurt. That's just baseball. You know? Bullpen's already good. So that's my thing. Yeah, you got to... You could have a solid... Uh... Bro, you don't take away from the best offense in baseball. You could have a solid three. A solid three. You could have a solid three now and a solid four when Syndergaard comes back. You could go DeGrom, Stroman, Mats, interchange Stroman and Mats, and then have whoever four and five. I should probably write on that. What's wrong with Steven Mats? Because I don't know. Yes. So, that's my fix. You got arms, you got depth. I don't think you need to necessarily trade for Lindor <coughs> because if you have Rosario Jimenez and you get Real Muto, you could always just like pick up another center fielder through a trace through a straight trade or uh, just decide to do what you did this year and just go slug it out every game. So Real Muto, that's a no sprinter option there. Well, I'm saying you could do that. It's not the preferred option, but you could do that. I mean, how likely is it that Cohen goes out and signs both of those? I mean, he says he wants to spend money, but spending money and saying you want to spend money are two different things, as we all know. So, yeah. Now, let me tell you why the Yankees are, like, the most likely destination for Lindor. Torres was shitty at shortstop. 3-2-1. Lindor was sh- Torres was shitty. Defensively, a short shot. He looked shaky. And he was. At second base, surprisingly, he was only average last year. So, he's probably stretched up the middle at this point. And as he gets older and heavier, he's going to be like Johnny Peralta-ish range. So, he's going to have to go to third. <clears throat> so, they know they need a shortstop. 
Why not get the best one? Maybe the arguably the best one in the game. Think about it. You get a switch hitting shortstop that gets in no off the field trouble. All he does is smile and come to play baseball. So I'm thinking personally. Yankees got no. They already got a full infield. Let's say you bring back Lemayhu, right? Or maybe you don't. You don't really need to because you got your Urshela at there. You could get Lindor and have Torres at second, which you could do worse with, and you have Voight. You bring back Gardner. You basically have the same team plus Lindor. That's ridiculous. So all I'm saying is you have no room for Duhar, and Duhar hit crazy in his first year, and now you have literally no room for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That sucks. Frazier. Frazier's looked good in his limited time now. He's gotten better defensively. He started hitting. There's no reason for him not to be in everyday lineup except for the fact that they traded for a guy that makes over $30 million a year to play his position. And he hits the absolute nukes. Yes. So, you package Frazier, who was an Indian's top prospect like five years ago, with Andujar. And then you add in an arm, like let's say Michael King, or uh, let's see, let's see. You can add Michael King. You can add oh, I'm sorry, Clark Schmidt. Yeah, their top the top guy at Mississippi State. He looks real good. So yeah, Clark Schmidt, Clint Frazier, and Duhar. The Indians do that trade in a heartbeat. Especially getting rid of all that salary, too. Yeah. They're getting rid of 17 mil. They're getting two guys they put in their lineup immediately. And are immediately one of the best, two of their best hitters. We just need, and they get an arm to put into the rotation. You know what it is? We also need arms. Yeah, but I don't think you guys did the Carrasco trade, though. I think you guys just re-signed Tanaka. Re-signed even, with, Tanaka even with that. And then you guys go get like someone like Lester or Hamels. That's it. I think that's basically what you guys do. But, yeah. So, so I think, I think there's, there's I don't I think if Cashman doesn't get that deal done, he shit the bed. Personally, we need more arms. So Cole, Tanaka, Paxton's out. Paxton's a free agent too. Paxton's out. They're not resigning him. He hasn't done shit since we've had him. He's been hurt. He hasn't done shit. That's been his career. <laughs> I'm just saying, he came here and he when also he, didn't When he pitched, he pitched well. For the most part. Somewhat. Um, I like Paxton. I still do. I like Montgomery more. Montgomery's a stud. Montgomery's a big rope. That Tommy John really took him out of our view for a minute. Yeah. Yep. He just needs to... Uh, Remember to keep that slider from hanging, and he's on point. He's got a very, like, wavy, like, draggy release. I feel. I feel like if you don't release it at the right point, like, there's no, there's, there's less of margin for error for him. I don't know why. I feel like he... he oh, yeah, yeah, from the slot. His, yeah, his okay. motion is okay. more prone to leaving that slider hanging, and it's like, damn, dude. If you if you leave it, you leave it. But if you don't, it's a it's a it's just disappearing. Montgomery slider. Yeah, it's either disappearing or getting uh lickety split nine hundred and eighty feet over the wall. Big fan of uh, Jordan Montgomery. 
Um, Montgomery. But yeah, and Yo, then man, after I that, I mean, I mean we still gotta wait. Gotta we still gotta wait for Severino to come back. I'm so in on Severino. Oh, yeah, bro. you forget about Sevi. I'm Cole so Sevi. in. He's just been hurt. Cole I'm Sevi telling you, Montgomery? yo, 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 yo. I'm telling you, give Sevi. Give Sevy a year to come back healthy. Like, let him work out the kinks, bro. I'm telling you. You know what's crazy? 99 with an even crazier wipeout slider. He's he's so nice. And so is Dievi. But it's crazy because their scouting reports have mostly just been so on point that it's scary. They were literally... Their scouting reports were so... Well, kind of similar, too. It was just like... Throws gas. Nasty shit. Small guy. High effort mechanics. High uh, probability of breaking easily, and like even Dievi, like when he came up, he had like 94, 95 for a run. Like end of the year, I was seeing like ninety ones, ninety twos, and like yeah. he can pitch, so he could make it work. But he's obviously a different guy when he's throwing mid ninety yep. frisbees. Yeah, it's like a Tristan McKenzie for the Indians. Yes, oh Tristan McKenzie lost so came up ninety seven, exited like ninety ninety one. Yep, yep. So that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm telling you, we have. We need arms, but I feel like we need to get everybody back healthy because I feel like there's a couple there's a couple trade chips there. I mean, not even trade chips. There's just a, a lot of moving pieces there. Because you just got so many unsettled positions. Like Tanaka, we could let Tanaka go, or let him finish out his contract, right? Because he's, he's already done. He's a free agent. Oh, he's a free. I'm sorry, he's a free agent. So we could let him go. Charlie Morton's a free agent too. Right, Charlie Morton's nasty. Could let him, let go, him go, right? You have Cole, you have Cole right? right? Montgomery is there. there, right? You have right. Tanaka. You could, you could. I don't even. I don't even know the timetable on Sevi, to be honest with you. No, I don't know either. Um, <clears throat> but you have those three guys there. I think, yeah, you sign a a, a vet, a Cole Hamels, maybe a Charlie Morton. You could fuck around and sign Charlie Morton. That's what I'm saying. And how, Charlie Morton's like what, thirty three? No, he's thirty six. But I don't know. He could he, pitch though. He said he might just pitch for the Rays or retire. So you never know. Oh wow. I don't know because he just basically was like, "This is near my house down here. That's the only reason I'm playing for this team." And I was like, "Damn, gangster." So just throwing BBs, and he's like, "I just, I just rather be at home, you know." <laughs> Nothing <Wow>. personal. <laughs> don't come to New York then. Sorry, buddy. Yo, I, yo, I, those guys that do that in the league are by far my favorite people. Like, I just rather fish, bro. Like Kobe Rasmus. I don't really, like, baseball's cool. Like, I just want to hunt. Like, bro, what? He's made enough money to do it. My man's, I think he was either rookie of the year or, like, in the running for rookie of the year. Like, he came up with so much hype, and they were just like, he just seems disinterested. How are you disinterested in this good? First-round draft pick, top prospect, came on the scene wilding. Even with his disinterest, he was an MLB veteran for, like, eight years. Think about that. Yeah, I remember he was on the Astros. He was on the Blue Jays. Uh-huh. remember that. That's what I'm saying. He's crazy. He he just wants to go shoot shoot things. So I'm sure he's having a time. I'm sure he's having a time of his life. Yeah, I'm not even mad at him, honestly. Um. So yeah, I think I think that you you sign a a vet one year, eight mil between five and eight mil, and you wait till Sevy comes back fully healthy, ready to go, where you can slot him every fifth, and. I, bro, I think in two years, because that's really what's holding us back. Our rotation's been spotty. 
just it's not even like uh nah it's just spotty so yeah we wait till sevi comes back healthy i think we go cole montgomery tanaka davy let it rock out with a vet in the fifth and you got sevi coming back and you're in it out in the streets they call it murder Back like Cook Craig. I never want to be back like Cook Craig. You don't. You don't do Craig. I hope. No, defriend me if I ever do. Well, you do Craig, and that's the end of our relationship. We're going to police. Yeah, it's crazy. If you got to crack, your life's in a place that you need to reorganize. Reprioritize. Just start over. Honestly, from the beginning. Facts. Um. <laughs> so the other thing I want to talk about tonight was that video you probably still didn't watch. Did you? Oh, damn it! Pause it. Pause it. We used to watch it when we got elevated. No, 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 no. You were supposed to watch it. When we, got elevated. we. Why was it we? I wanted to do it together. <laughs> Yo. found very interesting and he said actually that is a lie redo so i got the video sent to me i don't know why you're making this you saw the video it doesn't matter if someone sent it to you shit bad sadiq saw a video the other day then sent it to me that i watched it's called white guy white guy explains why black pride is real not white pride uh he goes on to the video to talk about let's see to talk about how technically white people have no culture, but black people and Latino people do, due to like how we ended up on this continent. You you want to elaborate on that a little bit? You elaborate on that? Cause I don't want to do it. Thank you. He pretty much talks about the black pride being valid because of the fact that people are uh specifically black americans were robbed of their their uh history in essence uh so when they you know when they talk about their american experience it is the same in terms of you know they went through the same thing getting to this country being slaves having people treat them the same way because of you know characteristics that were particular to those people to black people so in africa they could have come from warring tribes they could have come from you know friendly tribes whatever the case may be their american experience was the same so that's how they connect 
And that's how, that's why they are prideful, because they've come from that to this. We've had a black president. Black people are now allowed to vote. You know, they're, you know, it's obviously it's night and day. Obviously, that's what I'm getting at. Um, so that's what they have to be proud for. And the quote unquote standard that they've been chasing, that rather everybody's been chasing, is the what he referenced in the video to be the, you know, the, the there's a white standard. You know, there's a standard of people that are white that did what they had to do way back in the 1700s when they ruled and they, you know, they were the leaders and they had slaves, you know, they were rich and, you know, they had all the shiny new toys and all the, uh, you know, they just had all, they just had everything at their disposal back then. And now it's and more, now like, more like, that's what, that's we, were what we were trying to get. We were trying to be equal. We were trying, we were trying to do trying what y'all did, did because we deserved, we deserved it. it. Like, we worked hard. We're intelligent. We're intelligent. And when I say we, I mean black people. Like, you know, that's what we were striving for. And I don't think, I'm not saying that the white standard was... You know, was placed there by, you know, just... Actually, I don't even know where I was going with that, but we can just cut that. Um, I don't either. I was like, oh my, what the fuck? No. So, with the white standard thought? You're, you're Mexican. Yeah, I didn't know where that, where that was going at all. You, you get my previous points? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what, that's what black people were striving for. So there's no white pride there. Because you wrongfully created a wealth gap. You wrongfully led... Because you because thought they weren't they sufficient, weren't sufficient enough, enough to lead. Well, I mean, you can poke holes in that because you can always just say that every like uh, na- uh, every race or like nationality is committed atrocities, which is true. But that's not like, what we're talking about. No, but, that's but, not I'm, what we're but I'm saying, I'm saying that I'm I'm just poking holes in the argument. I don't necessarily disagree. I'm just saying he's saying you're you're basically like he's basically saying that there's no white pride because of the atrocities or like crimes against humanity they've committed and every nationality or, or race has committed crimes against humanity that's just how it goes african africans were selling other africans to the to the slave trade in africa that's how they were able to like get so many so it's not like there's any victimless crime i think it's just more like i think it's more that people that say white pride or believe in white pride are usually doing it because they're white supremacists that's how i take it at least or because they believe on some scale that, you know, I think we're better, you know? Because if not, then why even say it, you know? Like, I just feel like why it's, say black pride? it's redundant. I don't know anyone that really says black pride. Like, people have black pride, but that's it, you know? It doesn't matter if they say it in vocally or not. Black pride has been said... Maybe not directly to somebody, but it's been said and it's associated with the civil rights movement. Yeah, but I'm saying that's if someone says it or you see it written somewhere. Like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. What do you... I'm saying that people just don't say, I have black pride. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just something you have or you don't have. I feel like with white pride, people say, like... White pride, it'll get translated to something else like Blue Lives Matter or 
the don't tread on me flag or like that other shit, you know? Because it's just like, bro, like you're not oppressed. People that are the least oppressed always think they're oppressed. And that's just nuts to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I get where you're going with that. It's also. Yeah. It's a white power, white pride kind of interchangeable type thing. I feel that's where you're going with that. That they're what? White power and white pride are kind of interchangeable. No, it's just more like. No one has ever said. Because like, whoever says white power, white power is what you're describing. What you're describing. Just means it in a. Like. Victimized, oppressed, like. Okay, yeah, you can use that too. But I'm saying, and his argument was, no one's ever said black power and then gone in and just mat and like burned something, burned someone's house down or gone to their house in robes with a crucifix and say that because of the color of your skin, I'm going to hang you. It's never happened. People have said white power and done that. That was cool. Let's play. Correct. So that's that was his argument, which I agree with. Like that's just facts, but. If you're intimidated by some, like, if I pass a group of, like, let's say, I don't know. Let's say I pass a group of Dominican men, right? And they're playing, like, Dominican Dominican music. Let's say they're playing bachata and outside playing dominoes. And they just have a giant flag behind them. Nothing about that intimidates me. They're just living their life. Correct. You feel me? Like, if you have a problem with someone else showing their culture, like, you just seem, to me, you got to be afraid. Because what else would be bothering you? Really. really, especially if they're not doing anything to bother you, like they're just living their life, just celebrating themselves. Like honestly, you're just a world class hater at that point. People are just living their lives, and you're just like, nope, can't have happiness on my watch. Um, yeah, it's also a matter of uh, being very uncultured at that point, because it's like I get it. I don't think that's uncultured. It is if you don't know what that culture is about. How are you supposed to know what is norm to them and not threat as well as being not threatening to you? I just don't think they like any culture that's not theirs. I don't that's think still it, I don't think, that's uncultured. I don't, think, I don't think it would matter. That's uncultured. I don't think that's uncultured at all. I just think that's just being an asshole or just being afraid of difference of or change. I think that I think that pretty much follows under uncultured. No. Uncultured means not characterized by good taste, manners, or education. Not cultivated. <coughs> so I don't think that fits there. You're being an asshole. No yeah, manners. But you can't just no say education, education on the people in there. You can be a there. cultured asshole, though. So right? Now, now what's the point? I'm just saying, you're saying if you're an asshole, that's uncultured. I, I just think No, no, I'm not, I, didn't I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm saying that fits in that category. I don't, but I don't think asshole is the operative word there. I think is it was uneducated, right? That was the that was the other portion of that. Not not characterized by good taste, manners, or education. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's the word I would use there, but fine. You know I see I see. It's not your word. I'm using it there. I see what you're saying. It's not the word you're using. I know what I mean. I wouldn't use that word. It's just no education on the uh, other cultures and what they're what they're like, you know. Like for example, yeah, but like, immediately something you see that you don't know, you're just freaked out, like you're just scared. Like, bro, are you kidding me? Muslims? Niggas don't see the the, 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 the hijabs and stuff and just be like, oh my god, what's that? No, I'm I'm just saying, like, how does it scare you? Like, if I see someone in like Muslim garb or something else, I'm just like, all right, like, what's that got to do with me? You feel me? Like, 
That that's what I'm saying. Me personally, like I've never seen someone in like a different like garment or like even people with like deformities and shit. I don't stare at them. Like I just look at them, like oh that's crazy, and then just go about my life. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so. Never focus on the next man that closely. For me, I think about it uncultured wise because it's like. You might, okay, you might know a general idea of what those people, and when I say people, I'm just saying that because that's probably how it's going to go. Like, what those type of people look like or these type of people look like, like, you, 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 it's almost like being ignorant. It's like you know what's going on and you still choose to do it. I don't think a lot of them do know what's going on. So then it falls back into the uncultured, no education. Not characterized by education. It's just sad, man. Because think about it. Even think about how the history books in, in, in the U.S. censor information like that. Well, that's by design. But that's what I'm saying, though. Because nobody gives a shit. Who writes them? You know what's crazy to me? People go... It's uncultured. People go, Black History, Black history Month is a whole month for you black people. Like, what else do you want from us? I've heard that. How crazy is that? As if, like, we're, we're giving you a month, you should be happy with that. Don't ask for anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, why do you think, like, this is some special month? Like, the shortest month of the year, we got to be reminded of everyone that's done something that's black because you won't acknowledge them. You know? Like, that just feels... Honestly, that feels like you're slapping us in the face for a month. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it is. But this is the life when you're a minority. How would you feel about getting rid of Black History Month? I don't think that accomplishes anything either. Okay. Just leave it how it is. Which is what? Just Black History Month? What we're doing now, just Black History Month. There's no benefit to taking it away. No. Just like certain jobs don't don't, uh, observe Martin Luther King Day. Or like, what is it? Uh, What is it? The Republicans always vote... To uh, keep Martin Luther King Jr. as not a national holiday. Really? Because when it was first proposed, yeah. Huh. And I'm not saying the Democrats don't do too. I'm just saying the largest percentage of voters are usually Republicans. Because I know someone's going to... But actually, there were six Democrats that voted on this bill too. Do you support them? Do you support them? Like, no, bro. I don't know that. I'm a life. I don't look up shit like that. <laughs> a lot of people that do. Bro, people that are politically inclined are dead losers. Dude, like, did you know this Democrat that you voted for one time in 2013? Killed somebody? Like, no. No, I don't know that. No one knows that. Only you know that. <laughs> and you voted for him. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, it's just really crazy to me that people are like, minorities should like Trump. Like, how how would that work? Minorities should like Trump? Is that what they Yeah, say? because he does this. And, like, bro, how can you expect a Spanish person to vote for him after seeing ICE and children in cages? And, like, I seen something that was like, oh, but Obama built the cages. He did. There's no one in them. There's no, I can buy a gun, but if I shoot somebody, life is very different for me. You feel me? Like, I know plenty of people with guns, but you don't know that many people that shot somebody, right? Jeez. I feel like everything in this, in this, in this world these days is just arguments about dumb shit. Like, Trump put people in cages, but Obama built them. Like, what do you mean? One person put people in cages, one didn't. 
point blank. Yeah, it's point pretty, blank. That's like, oh, I spilled the milk, but you bought the milk. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. You there's no milk. correlation. There's no. Co- there's no causation there. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's decor- like, oh, like the cages were just laying there. We had to do something with them, so we put people in it, and then we separated them from their parents when they were young, and then we didn't tell them who they are, so they cannot find their parents now. Like, like you can't find your child? I think it's like 600 kids. You can't find your child? 600 to 400 kids, yeah. What happens to that kid, then? What do you think happens? I don't want to think trafficked. about it. They get trafficked. But what do you think they... What happens? Maybe they go to an orphan orphanage? Doubt it. Crazy, man. They go to an orphanage when you can find them and place them in an orphanage with paperwork. And people will be like, you know what? That's fine, because the economy is strong this year. Dog. People don't know anything about anything. They know what Fox and CNN tell them. Crazy. Read it. Read something. Just do it. Like, I don't, it's not hard for me to find this information. I don't see why you can't, personally. <laughs> I know this. Why don't you know this? Like, bro, it's not like I'm doing a deep dive. Yeah, no. Like, it's like random stuff that pops up on my phone. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't see stuff like this, you need to reselect your circle of people. Facts. Like, people taking their money out of the stock market because they were, they didn't know what was going to happen. The stock market has been going up for the last 20, I think 30. No, no, I'm sorry. I think this is the stock market in the last 60 years has only gone up. Like, are there going to be divots in the road? Of course. The economy gets bigger. But if you, like, but... Bro. The U.S. economy has been getting bigger every 2008 year. was like a lifetime recession, right? We just went through another recession. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be recessions. I think I think I read that the U.S. economy has been growing every single year. Well, from July to September alone this year, economy grew 7.4%. That's crazy. Right? Right? That's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It hasn't, it hasn't grown, grown per se. Per se. It's never dropped below. It's never. How would you say decreased? It's never decreased. I mean, it has. It just it keeps going up overall. No, I'm saying it's never decreased more than two percent, with the exception of the 2008 recession. Once. And the. 2008 and the pandemic, and the pandemic that we just had. Supermarket, I mean not the supermarket, the stock market went crazy, bro. Everything it contracted badly. Yeah, it's not showing 20, uh, 20 here.
Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like that's just information supported by. Oh, numbers. you wouldn't know anything about twenty this year yet, though. You gotta wait for it to bounce. Right. No, but I'm saying the you can still see where it contracted from. If you look at the levels to where it dropped in March when everything closed. Yeah, but I also feel like, like you can't look at stuff like that too hard because the bounce back is gonna be just as potent. But that's what people look at and they get they say, oh, what if? Like people were losing so much money, and. They sold out, and I was like, "Bro, you have to ride." Like when you your stock starts dropping like this, unless it's going bankrupt, you just have to ride that bitch out. But that's why a lot of people don't invest in the stock market because they can't take it. There's no shot you can look at previous lows to even say, you know, what if it drops below this amount, it's just gonna be like this might go crazy right now. Like you don't even know. Like you can't look at an airline and be like, "Oh, let's just I don't know what the what American Airlines is trading." Let's just say you have American Airlines. And you bought it. You bought it at 120, right? Pandemic hits. Obviously, airlines get hit hard. Goes down to 18. Right. Goes down to 18 dollars, right? And you're sitting here saying, "Oh my God, that's crazy." But think about that. It's like that's not realistic, right? You can't look at a previous loan. It's like, oh, last previous loan for American Airlines, 98 dollars. Drops below 98 amount. And it's like this. This might drop to about six bucks, bro. You're taking a flight? No, you're not. Yeah, neither are the other 33 million people next to you. So it's like, give it a couple, give it a, give it a couple, let it bounce because the, the, the fucking dr- the pickup is going to be just as potent as the drop. Hopefully, in most cases. This is why people don't invest in the stock market. Truthfully. Why? Oh, because they're afraid of the. They can't downs. handle it. <laughs> it is a, it is a mental roller coaster. It. It's an, a mental and emotional roller coaster. Bro, I've I've had weeks where I've made three, four k this year, and I've had weeks where I've lost four to five k. Like you just gotta look at the number, and just think about the long term vision, and just be unemotional about it. I feel like it's really you also good have stocks that you have short term, long term, and obviously so. Well, I'm really long term now. I'm not really doing any short terms. I don't really, I'm not. I don't think I'm good enough yet to do the options trading. I'm gonna learn, because that's how you make a quick buck, but. I'm not going to lie to you. This long-term shit is crazy because you're just looking at it and you're like, damn. Roller coaster. Yeah, but if you think about it, it's really not. You're going up. It's just like there's little stutter steps. But yeah, I forgot what stock it was I bought years ago. I think it was like Snapchat when it was like $6. And I remember we were at work talking about it. And they were just like, nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. And like, look, Snap got cannibalized by Instagram and it looked really bad for a while. But they had that that little news page and they like back that you know yeah they do that like you subscription know? page yeah like they made it a little interesting and like Instagram stuff is nice but like sometimes you just need to send it through Snap I don't know why yeah. I really don't but yeah now it's at forty bucks you still so have Snap no I sold it oh, but wow. I'm just saying like that hundred dollars would be what six four so how many times is six going to forty six times it's like six hundred dollars yeah i mean i bought that stock in like 2015 no six goes to, yeah six times yeah. i mean 2015 2016 but i'm just saying like you just really gotta buy something that you think like this will do okay and you just gotta let it ride man don't you can't take it out you gotta have some cash flow and you just gotta kind of just be like all right here we go it's dope though to think about the fact that man 10 years from now 20, 20k could be like 32 just off like interest and compounding interest and stuff yeah and then if you add to it shortly
Lamar Jackson should be dancing. Oh my God, dancing, bro! That first guy fell. Like he should be ejected. If you get juked by Lamar Jackson, you don't even feel bad. You're just like, damn. Look at this. I got got. Nah, this first guy went crazy. Look at this. Oh. oh! Flag. That's gotta be a flag. Huh. Wow. Right. But yeah, but yeah, the stock market is not for the faint hearted. At all. Nope. And, um,. You also got to, like, you have to realize that unless you get, like, real nice with it, like, the uh, short-term stuff is pretty out of grasp. I don't even, no, I don't think so at all either. It's just betting. Like, let's say Apple's dropping a phone, right? Like, a, like a month or two months before, you buy it. You just, get a, you, just get a, you just get a charts account, and you just chart it. Just follow it on that. Use your indicators. It's really easy. People that are in these markets just like to make it seem hard because it discourages people. And people are scared. If we're easy, we'd all be rich. People are scared of numbers. Like, you tell somebody you got to check percentages, numbers, and averages, and they'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't sign up for this. You know what I never understood? Why do people advertise that they're bad at math? People will be like, can you add this up? I'm terrible with numbers. Or, I don't want to do any, any math today. Like... Or like, oh, like, I just don't do math. Like, why do people do, like, say things like that? Like, why are you advertising that you're probably bad with money? Yeah. Like, I don't want to hang around with anyone that just is bad at numbers. Even if you are bad at numbers. Yeah, or... Don't advertise. Yeah, I don't know. Or, or get you, better at numbers. Or if you do a calculation, they question it. Like, bro, you are bad at numbers. You didn't want to do this, right? Yeah, you should just get better at numbers. Made it, we made it through the storm. I feel like I just heard a tree hit a car. That's bad vibes. <laughs> so this is 80%. This storm today was crazy. Yo, I hate Venmo. I can't remember last time I used Venmo. It's so weird, because you can see other people's payment history. Like, why would you want to make your money a social media? Damn, Benny the Butcher, get well soon, man. Damn, man. Benny got shot in Houston. All right, I've uh, I've emptied my tank. Eight. I've emptied it all over this microphone. Hey, hey. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Tank has been emptied. Do with that what you will. Nah, I think we got some more. You got some more. I'm good. I'm Uh, First woman GM this week was hired. Kim Ang. She is now the general manager of the Miami Marlins. Shout out to her. That is huge. First woman GM. In, ooh, first woman GM in professional sports history in the United States. Think about that. 
the history. first ever. History. She's been a special assistant or an assistant to the GM since the 90s. She was assistant GM with the Yankees. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? She's been in the game for years, man. She paid her dues. Of course, they made her wait longer because she wasn't a white man. She was an Asian woman. But history. Because front offices, one thing they'll do, they will rehire old white men. They'll even put him as manager. Manager, GM. Shit, Ruben Amaro was a GM. Got fired. Came back as a first base coach. Now he's a GM again. I think he's an assistant to the GM again. Or like a special advisor. My man's just done it all. What about, uh, what's his name? Uh, getting hired as the uh, manager of the Sox. Who? Tony Russa. Oh my oh, gosh, only Rusa, two DUIs. Does not understand why players kneel during anthem. Which is crazy, because it's like they've actually gone on TV and explained themselves many times. Many times. So I don't understand. You can understand it, because you can just Google it. Why do black people. Or why are players kneeling during the anthem? Yeah, bro, it's. It's not. You don't want to understand. That's where that's coming from. That's what I'm saying. You might not agree with it, but that's different than saying I don't understand. That's the way out. Yeah, because they told you already. I don't understand. <laughs> they literally said, here's some information you didn't ask for, just in case. Yo, would you sign up for a six-week lockdown? But we'll get we'll get to have a summer. Am I getting paid? I mean, it just depends on what your job says. I don't know. Would you get paid if there was a lockdown? Hope so. <laughs> what they really need to do is drop that stimmy. Where's that stimmy at? Drop that stimmy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> just happened. <laughs> no, what the no, fuck? What did you it was a demental. Did you just pull that out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might have. And what? Oh. So yeah, would you would you sign up for a six week lockdown? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would sign up right fucking now. Bro, Hell six yeah. weeks is a month and a half. Doesn't even if you if we do that right now, if that happens right now, it literally doesn't even put us at the end of January. Before it's over. Thank you. That yo, people are a bunch of fucking children, bro. It's like six weeks? It's been a year. Like, bro. How are you not understanding this? Like that's six Fridays. Get over it. Like it's not that bad. Yo, started right now, and it literally is. It, I think we get the middle of January, the middle of January, summer, summer, locked in. That's what I'm saying. We're locking in a summer. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't know. Six weeks? He didn't say two, three months like they did when this shit first dropped. And even if we do that, we can still be done by like April. 
even if we start in like let's just say we start february guys it's about to be freezing do you really want to be outside that badly People are doing brunch outdoors. It's like 45. I did. I saw yeah, it this morning. That's what I saw. I saw I'm like, yo. This is outdoors. They had heaters next to every table, which was kind of cool. I mean, which is very, you know, effective. But still, you know, at, at, at 45, 45 degrees. Yeah, you could do that. At 17, even if you could surround me with heaters, I wouldn't want to do that. That's what I'm saying. That's just not enjoyable. No, not at all. Vote six week lockdown. Sign a petition. Start a petition. Bro, I would do that shit. Yo, now. I'm in it. But I guess a lot of people just don't want to be with themselves. No, they're worried. They worried. That's kind of crazy. A six week lockdown, yo, I could get so much done. Yo, the only thing I gotta say, you gotta leave the gyms open. Yeah, but then they're not gonna. Leave the gyms open. It's back to prison workouts in the crib. It's back to it's prison back workouts in the castle. Those workouts that us have me feeling like a prisoner. Like I'm just doing push-ups and I just lose count and I'm like, I don't know how many push-ups I've done today. I'm gonna just keep going to failure. <laughs> sort of gets you where you gotta go. Yo, sort of gets you where you wanna go. My legs were decimated. The only thing is, is I can't do legs in the crib. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing air squats. No. I feel ridiculous. No. no. I don't it's not gonna help. It's not gonna help. It, it helps if you do a lot of it. But, like, are you going to do 250 air squats a day? You could run, though. That's are, my thing. Are you gonna, but that doesn't build muscle. That just, no. like, builds no. endurance. Yeah. Would you do 250 air squats a day? No. Neither would I. So, I know it works, but I'm just not I do some, like, do wall, some wall sits. sits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would help as much. No, they wouldn't. But to not do ren... Yeah, I think they would, though. So, then why wouldn't you do 250 air squats? If you're going to do wall sits, might as well do 200 squats. I don't want to do either of those things. I'm going to do my push-ups and my planks and just die. Every time. Yeah, because you're just killing. Like, if you do fully extended arm planks, your whole shoulder, lats, everything's yeah. going to work. Your whole body. Your whole body is done. Yeah. Nah, you really so just. So, I do those. These home workouts are just. <laughs> These home workouts are very. Uh, Good for the soul. Very good for the very soul. Good for the soul. Not very Not much very to think much. about. There's no choice anxiety there. What do you? What am I doing today? Nope. Nope. You're doing push-ups and planks, motherfucker. That is your regimen for the next six weeks. <laughs> Every single day. You want to switch it up? Maybe. Maybe you can find an elevated surface to do some elevated push-ups on. Maybe. I can't do. I can't go back to not squatting again. I just can't. Maybe you have what is that thing you have at the corner there? What is that called? Uh, prison bar. Maybe you have a prison bar where you can just switch up the lats, the bicep, the triceps, maybe some chest, maybe some back if you have like a flat surface. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It sucks. It's it's planks and pushups. It sucks. It's planks and pushups. It's curls. And curls. With a protein shake every four hours. No, nah, that's crazy. <laughs> you gotta make up the time, Evan. No, what do you mean? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta make up the time. So when you get back in the gym, all you literally have to work on is legs. No more arms. Well, like I prison like, workouts. I feel like legs are the hardest ones to get back. One hundred percent. Like especially squatting, because it's not even like being able to move the weight with strength. It's like more like uh, being able to hold that weight in your back, your spine getting used to holding that load. Bro, it's crazy. My legs are absolutely shot. When's the last time you went to the gym and squatted? Don't ask me that question. 
I gotta go squat tomorrow I can't morning. Even, I can't I'm even. Just, ask I'm so you. I can't even tell you. I'm, yo, I do those and reverse lunges, and I'm just looking with at the bar with the, with the barbell. Have to. The barbell goes crazy on those exercises. And, and then I'm just looking in the mirror at myself, and I'm just like, everything sucks. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Forget the dumbbells. Forget the kettlebells. Go barbell with the lunges and reverse lunges. You'll hate it, but after six weeks, I'm telling you, your legs, you're gonna have gained like 75 pounds, at the at the minimum. In six weeks, bro, you could jump and squat if you really just keep at it and like recover well. You could really go crazy. It's the hardest to get back, but I feel like you jump crazy the quickest. I gotta start getting crazy on the uh, leg press again. Leg press is cool. No, but it's just I feel like that that's uh that's like the sculpting. Like yes. you go there and you really sculpt it out, and that's like the finishing touches. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Leg but press. when you're first starting, you finish squats and lunges, and you're just like everything hurts. I want to leave. Yeah. Especially since I start off. I start off with some cardio on the uh, stairmaster. Ten minutes. I have to. Ten minutes. After like minute five, it's like damn, how much longer am I on this? Yeah, it's just boring. Yeah, it's what it is. It's not that I don't want to do. It's just boring. You gotta get like a good article. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't listen to music. Why not? I can't listen to music for ten minutes straight and just be in it for ten minutes straight. Do you not listen to music in the gym? I do. I do. I do. I'm just saying after like. We can't even see the field with this game right now. Oh my goodness. After like five minutes of being on the. Bike or whatever, bike or whatever. I'm, just like, I'm just like, this is like, boring. boring. Yes, yeah, sure. This is actually absurd. They're playing through a hurricane right now in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, football doesn't stop for anything. <laughs> yeah, bat football is absurd. Football doesn't stop for anything. I love it. All right, I think it's time we sign out. Another beautiful Sunday. Our photographer has uh, checked out. <laughs> He's hanging on He's for hanging a deer fucking life. He drove here in a hurricane, guys. He's hanging on for a deer life. All right, like, subscribe. Do what you got to do. Do what you can do. Empty underscore the tank on Empty IG. Empty the tank. Give him our Twitter handle there, Brown. Empty the tank one. Um, yeah, have a beautiful day. Hopefully we don't have any more hurricanes. That wasn't enjoyable. And I swear I heard a tree fall in a car. I heard that. Uh, That's bad. I heard that, I heard that sound five minutes ago, I swear. That's bad. I don't know if it was just in my head because I was thinking I hope it didn't happen. But uh, either way, we'll find out. I'll let you know. Um, or maybe I won't, and you'll never know. Either way, um, have a blessed week. Have a blessed morning, afternoon, and night of every single day. And remember, you can sleep when you're dead. There's no time for that now. Get better.